Hello, thank you for joining me again on another episode of Reinforce the Horse. Uh, as you can tell, uh, today I am flying solo again. My co-host, Alyssa, she is in her junior year of high school and trying to finish up the school year. Congratulations, Alyssa, you've done fantastic this year. And so she is just really busy and it's been difficult for us to get new guests scheduled for the show. Um, it just seems like calendars and scheduling uh, don't quite line up most times. So I figured I'd give you a little bit more or, or something new to listen to. And uh, part of that or a lot of that stems from this sort of newfound art that I've stumbled on and that's of poetry. And I haven't been a poet or writing poetry uh, really at all in my life. I could remember writing a handful of poems uh, which really were more tilted toward me trying to write music uh, back in high school. And then, you know, just the typical high school English course assignments and stuff like that. So I might have had like a fraction of a small notebook in various po poetry and short story writing. Uh, I've always been a strong writer, but... To say I have written poems would be a vast, vast overstatement. And so, but in the past uh, week or so, uh, I wrote, I think it was like 19 poems in seven days. And to me, that is quite excessive. <laughs> it actually like points to there being something else going on. Uh, I had listened to Warwick Schiller's Journey On podcast. I'm a raving fan of his podcast, of course. And he had a guest named Shalon Harkin on his show, who coincidentally, if you will, is a poet and a spiritual poet at that. And during her interview, I felt something unlock inside of me for lack of better ways to express it. Her story resonated with me and literally the hairs were standing up on the back of my neck as I listened to her. Well, the day after listening to her show on Journey On... I was working with our relatively new gray Mustang mare. Her name is Cincy, and it's short for Cincy Mia. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Her prior owner, or person rather, had um, named her that. And as I understand it, it means in Spanish, it translates to without seed. And so for her, there was some significance to that name. And we just decided to keep it. And so she had called her Cincy for short. And we decided that it just kind of fits her and, and we would keep her name that way. And so I was working with Cincy on haltering and 
at the time she was in a pen, a rather small pen at that. She was uh, quarantined because she came uh, from New Mexico here to Arizona and our veterinarian recommended keeping them quarantined for some time. And then also, you know, we wanted to get her a chance to get become acclimated to us and perhaps even comfortable haltering and such. Uh, so I was working with her on the halter and we got the halter on and she seemed really proud of herself. And then she wound up spooking over something. And after that um, experience, and in fact, as she spooked, I hopped out of her pen and stood on the outside of the fence. And instead of, you know, continuing calling her name or asking her to calm down or even freaking out myself, uh, I went into a short meditation and actually even uh, performed in a series of alm chanting. And as I did that, I got like, three or four times into it, she stopped in her tracks and started to calm herself. And we spent the next few hours just being together. Uh, it was shortly after she calmed down that I hopped back in her pen and I just stood next to her. I didn't try to touch her. I didn't try to communicate with her or do anything. I just stood there and breathed. And it took us a few hours. and. Right after that time, I wound up essentially, for lack of better ways to express it, she channeled this poem to me. I believe that she was the author of the poem. And if you haven't heard that, you can go back to the previous recording that I put up here on the podcast. It's called Gray Wild. And it was, to me, it was an amazing writing. I while I pride myself at kind of being a pretty decent writer, uh, I'm not used to being able to put something like that together. And so I feel that there was a lot more going on with our connection spiritually, emotionally, psychologically, even, and physiologically. There was just so much going on. It's like a portal of sorts, just sort of, open, illuminated, and we both were in the same space for a moment. And it was, it was really, really a fascinating thing. So I've been writing a lot of poems lately, and I don't really know the reasoning or why, but there's a common theme to them, and it has to do with my own journey in some degree, and it also has a lot to do with the horses and just spirituality in general. And this one came to mind, the one that I'm going to share with you, it was a couple days ago. So it was that on uh, April 18th, 2023, at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning or so. And this one has to do with my focus on really not riding horses and just being willing to be with them and and be a good friend and a relationship with them before I ask them 
for their permission to ride. And uh, it's a short poem, but but I think it's really powerful and I hope you enjoy it. I don't have a title for this one, but I'll just go ahead and, and share it with you. My own gains set aside, I gracefully dismount instead of ride. Communication, not control. Building relationship, a sense of awe. A sea of grass and endless buffet. Discipline and focus it takes. Acknowledging we are one, not just similar, but every time connected. Two beings agreeing to share information, speaking different languages. Thoughts and emotions converge. Two hearts merge as one. So that poem to me is just, it's kind of the epitome of showing where perhaps, you know, kind of the backdrop of that is where I came from in my pursuit of of being with horses and where I am now in that first line, you know, my own gain set aside. Uh, so <laughs> the, you know, the first time I, I, uh, mounted a horse, it was really just all for me, all about me and like what I wanted to do and in, in the fun. And, and, you know, so I gracefully dismount instead of ride and, showing that grace and that love and compassion for another being. And that, that really trickles down into now every aspect of my life and my existence. And, you know, I just, uh, I, I've been feeling compelled to just share this stuff with, with the world. And, you know, I hope, I hope, uh, and wish, I guess that, um, it provides you with some sort of, uh, I don't know, inspiration or, or just feeling well. And, and, um, yeah. So thank you for listening today. And if you would like to be on the show, uh, as a guest, um, please reach out to us at uh, podcast at reinforce the horse.com. Uh, we could send you over a direct link to our, our scheduling tool. You could, you can schedule directly. Of course, there's no cost to be on the show. Um, we don't have an ulterior motive. I mean, there's no like business associated with this or trying to, um, trying to do anything other than share our experiences and, and help, uh, motivate and inspire people in their life and in their horsemanship journey. And of course, you've heard me specifically and Alyssa talk about uh, our love for the Journey On podcast. Um, uh, we we really love that kind of approach to things. However, uh, where we are kind of taking our this show is we we feel like we would love to have a similar type of look and feel if you will to that but instead of focusing on the on the personal journey more so focusing on the horse or horses who've helped inspire that personal journey and kind of sprinkling in the personal aspects uh within 
within each episode. So that's kind of the take we're we're taking. And so if you've listened uh, to our most recent guests, so um, Lockie Phillips with Emotional Horsemanship and Dr. Uh, Alicia Main, the animal healer, uh, you could kind of see the the feel, the look and feel that we're going for, and of course that will you know move and adapt with each um, guest and episode. But we're not necessarily looking for uber famous or people like that have some sort of huge following or whatever. Um, you know, we believe that we are all. Um, fascinating in our own ways and so even you know if you think that you've never been on a podcast or you don't have anything to share but really just if you've had some interaction with horses or a particular horse in your life and you'd like to share that story uh, we would love the chance to speak with you and to help you share your story um we're averaging, we're pushing toward about a, a hundred downloads per session. It's, you know, uh, plus or minus. So I'd say on average here is probably in the sixties now. And so the show is growing. We're just now reaching uh, just about a thousand downloads total. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. And um, while we're not you know, wrapped up on statistics. Uh, it's pretty, pretty exciting and interesting to see um, kind of the analytics of, of how many people are listening and such and so forth. So if you'd like to be on the show, just shoot us an email uh, quickly at podcast at reinforcethehorse.com or you can find us on Facebook and shoot us a message there. If you just search Facebook for Reinforce the Horse, I'm sure you'll be able to find us. And uh, yeah, so thank you for listening and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.